Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Did you know Saks Off Fifth has teamed up with the Fluid Project in celebration of Pride? When you shop the exclusive gender-neutral capsule collection at Saks Off Fifth, 100% of the net proceeds, up to $100,000 from sales, will be donated to the Fluid Foundation. So help make a difference this month with Saks Off Fifth, where fashion takes off. This week on Hot Hollywood, we will be discussing Mattel's new first transgender Barbie starring Laverne Cox, the hot new relationship between Becca Tilly and Haley Kiyoko, and we will be looking into Lil Nas X's body transformation and Jinx Monsoon's response to their weight gain on Twitter. Hello, everyone. I'm Us Weekly's entertainment director, Travis Cronin, and this is the Hot Hollywood Podcast, brought to you by Saks Off Fifth in partnership with The Fluid Project. And this week, we will be talking about all of the hottest celebrity news of the week with a spotlight showcasing our LGBTQI plus celebrities. Let's get into it. I couldn't do this without my amazing co-host, the Grand Marshal of my personal pride parade, Gwen Flamberg. I'll be your Grand Marshal any day, Travis. <laughs> and she's never missed an opportunity for day drinking, Sarah Huron. Wow, I don't know how that relates, but thank you for bringing that up. Hello, Travis. It was a pride parade joke. Okay, You're there great. for the booze. Okay, that works. And we have Courtney Key here, who is dancer, activist, professional pretty person, and just all around lovely human being. And she is here representing herself and the Fluid Foundation, who we're talking about. Courtney, tell us a little bit about what you love about this Fluid Foundation and why she's so fluid. Well, I just love that anybody can wear what they have. So I got to actually wear some of the Fluid Foundation clothing and they had like bra tops and biker shorts and you could pair it with, I had a glitter skirt that made me feel like Diana Ross that <laughs> was so flowy with the A-line. And I also love what it represents. Like I love that it is for under marginalized communities mm -hmm. and it's a way to give back. And I was really happy to be a part of it. And it's beautiful. All clothes should be no gender. I've been shopping in that girl's section <laughs> since I could go to a mall. And I thought to feel so bad about it. So I'm glad the Fluid Foundation is not only making it easy for people like us who like to slide on both sides of the aisle and helping marginalized population, helping trans people with housing, you know, all the important things that we need to lift up our community. So thank you, Courtney Key, and thank you, Fluid Foundation. Let's get queer and start off as we always do with our woes of the week. These are the stories that made our co-hosts just go, whoa, oh my God, How'd that happen? Gag. Gwen Flamberg, what made you go well this week? Oh my gosh, guys. I just recovered from the smelling salts, you know? <laughs> Have you seen Alexis Stone's video? 
So Alexis Stone, who is a trans performer, she like transformed herself via prosthetics and makeup into Dolly Parton to sit front row at the Balenciaga Fashion Show in New York. I mean, it was just absolutely astounding and outrageous. You know, you guys know that I'm a huge Dolly Parton fan. Uh-huh. And so I was kind of like, gosh, that is like an extra fine Dolly. <laughs> so the video is, of course, on the Alexis Stone's Instagram and also on Vogue.com. But if you haven't seen it, Go be mesmerized. It was gorgeous. And Balenciaga is all for taking camp and culture and making fun of it. So what a great idea to dress up for that. Well, I was just, you know, like enough with Kim Kardashian in her like all monochromatic outfits. Yeah. This was something like new and fun and special for Balenciaga. And I was really psyched. Oh, I wonder if she was also styled by Kanye West. You never know. (laughs) Sarah Huron, what made you queerly go woe this week? Well, Travis, I read two. Two interesting profiles just today as we get into season two of And Just Like That, the very Uh-oh. controversial Sex in the City reboot, which is starting production soon. And I read Cynthia Nixon talking about Miranda and how Cynthia Nixon always felt that Miranda had this in her to be with Che. And, it, you know, who knows Miranda better than anyone besides Cynthia Nixon? So that was interesting. But Sarah Ramirez also did a profile about Che, one of the most talked about television characters of the year for sure. Absolutely. And they talked about the response to it and it basically just like, I'm here to do what's on the page and get people talking and it worked. But the best part, the part that made me go, whoa, was Cynthia Nixon gifted Sarah Ramirez a present as a rap gift for season one. And she wrote in it, if we get season two, let's see how they're going to torture us next time. Like, love ya. And they were like, that's the point. You know, we're, we're driving story. We're driving conversation. We're getting people talking. And yeah. I just loved hearing from Sarah Ramirez as a Grey's Anatomy fan. Mm-hmm. And it's just Che being this controversial, talked about, polarizing character. I just loved Sarah finally speaking out. Oh, my God. I just realized that they were on Grey's Anatomy just now. You're kidding Torres. She was the best character. Yes. I loved her character. Calzona was one of the greatest all-time ships of all time on Grey's. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think that Sarah just embodied Chase so much that I completely (laughs) forgot about every other character. And yes, Cynthia Nixon, we all knew Miranda had lesbian behavior. Just feels (laughs) nice to hear it, you know? It's nice to hear it out loud what we knew all along. You know, identity is, it's up to Miranda but girl, we've been new. <laughs> um, well, you know, little Kim said black Barbie dressed in Bulgari who's trying to leave in somebody's Ferrari. And now there actually is a black Barbie. Okay. Thanks to Laverne Cox, icon, extraordinaire, former dancer. I want to work for Diddy. Orange is the new black. I'm not going to read her resume because you know who she is. She has unveiled her first Barbie, the first trans Barbie that Mattel has ever had. And she did it on her 50th birthday, which I thought was super adorable. She went to Magic Happy Hour right up the road. Mm -hmm. Very whimsical. She had a Barbie box. It was just an adorable, beautiful thing. She had those, the Michelle Obama boots that she wore in gold. She had those in silver. It was clearly like an ode to Michelle Obama. And I can't believe this is the first Black Barbie we have ever had. But if it's going to be anyone, it should definitely be Laverne's Cox because she has been serving Black Barbie since back in the day. She's a living doll. She is a living doll. I love that because who didn't want to be Barbie and now everyone can, like, there should be all different kinds of Barbies and dolls for everyone to play with. And 
Also, she looked fire on her birthday, which is important. <laughs> she did look super, <laughs> super fire. Yes. With the costume With the changes. Costume. Well, Laverne is, you know, an iconic actress, but also a diva, first and foremost. And uh, Laverne said, I can't wait for fans to find my doll on shelves and have the opportunity to add a Barbie doll modeled after a transgender person to their collection. I hope that people can look at this Barbie and dream big. Like mm -hmm. I have in my career, the space for dreaming and manifesting is such a powerful source that leads you to achieve more than you originally thought was possible. Possible. And do a life-size reboot with Laverne Cox as the Barbie instead of Tyra. That would be so <laughs> I'm just, I'm, that's what I'm manifesting. So I like Life-size three. <laughs> life-size three. Netflix, are you listening? You already have Lindsay Lohan on yes. the payroll. You already have Laverne on the payroll. Yeah. Life-size three is waiting for totally. you. Totally. Wow, I'm glad this was a pitch meeting brainstorming session. <laughs> okay. All right, Courtney, <laughs> what made you go woe this week? Well, I would say that Ellen DeGeneres' show ending was really huge. Um, I actually just rewatched her interview on, um, I think, My Next Guest with David Letterman. Mm -hmm. And she was just talking about her journey. And I was just like, dang, like she's done so much for the community. And it really sucks that her show is ending because I kind of just got into it. And <laughs> I was like, now nah, I'm going to have to go back and watch reruns because I just feel like she's done so much. And she's such a, a perfect uh, um, uh physical manifestation of what I think we need to see and she's paved the way for so many and I was just a little touched and sad, but I know that all good things must come to an end. But the dancing at the beginning of the show, that yes. was the thing that I loved about Ellen's show. Nobody did that before her. That made her like, famous. It was good yeah. vibes. She didn't even like stand up when she started. So her having a talk show and finding her niche in the end, mm -hmm. it just kind of encouraged me with my career and how like, oh, well, I start out this way. I can branch off to this thing as long as you get your foot wet. You know. <laughs> She's an important mode of history. She really is. Yeah. She's been at this for decades. One of the first celebrities to come out yes. in 1998, 1999, yes. that People Magazine cover. Yep. I mean, Time Magazine cover, too. And Time Magazine cover, too. Yep, I'm gay. I'm, I'm gay. Sure yep. yep. I'm gay, yes. Just like Lance Bass's, everyone stole hers. <laughs> <laughs> she really was the prototype. The, yes. Yep, I'm gay was all of exactly. it. Exactly. <sighs> well, thanks to your first woe, Courtney. Oh, I'm sure you'll have many more. <laughs> Let us bust in into some of this queer news of the week, everyone. LGBTQIA plus celebrities only. Sarah Huron, why don't you tell us how The Bachelor went gay recently? This is so exciting, Travis, because <laughs> The Bachelor is not normally on, you know, any side of, good right side of history, truly. Like, right. And you know it's right. my show and I love Us Weekly's Here for the Right Reasons podcast. Um, but this week, Becca Tilly, who was on Chris Soul's season of The Bachelor, she was the runner-up, then she came back for Ben Higgins' season and right after that, oh. she got sent home right before Hometowns. And she came out this week and said she has been dating Haley Kiyoko for the last four years. Four years, I could not believe it. And what I love about this though, I mean, there's so many things I love about it. The video she posted is so cute. It was like this reels of their last four years together and they just seem honestly just so cute, like immediate ship, like I'm all in. <laughs> and I love that Becca got to do this on her terms, right? Because mm -hmm. she came from a show about dating and primarily about straight people dating. And this was kind of like a... <laughs> straight people dating with a little misogyny. Yes, in, totally. Again, not <laughs> Sometimes other, white, cases. Usually white people <laughs> dating. Like, just not on the right side of history. 99.2% white. Exactly. And Becca <laughs> has been a, like a primary figure because she's on the show twice. She's very beloved by fans. She definitely hit that million club on Twitter a long time ago, Instagram. Mm -hmm. She has a podcast. 
And it's kind of like an, un, an a secret that people knew, but like no one outed her as they shouldn't. And I just, it was so nice that Becca got to do this on her terms. Mm. Haley released a music video. Haley Kyoko is a singer. She released a music video called For the Girls and it's a bachelor themed. Mm-hmm. And there was a bunch <laughs> of suitors and, and Haley was the bachelorette and Becca comes in at the end and gets the final rose. So it was cute. And then Becca just has been releasing the content that she's been keeping for the last Aww. four years under wraps. And it's really exciting and everyone is embracing it. And I'm, I'm just really happy for them. I love how they they weren't like secretive about it though. Right. They showed up to so many events together. We just never put the piece of the puzzle together. I mean, I kind of knew, but like it wasn't my place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is Haley Cuoco uh, like related to Kelly Cuoco? No. No, it spells it differently. differently. And Haley Kyoko is not a former Mormon. I know that it'll shock you. <laughs> is Kaylee Cuoco a former Mormon? Yes, she is. Ooh, I didn't oh, wait, sorry. Out. I'm thinking of Julianne Huff. Oh, yes. Please do not confuse Julianne Huff <laughs> and Kaylee Cuoco. No, no, they look no. exactly the same. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Hot blondes. Hot take, hot take. Hot blondes. Okay. No, but Haley Kyoko is so cute. Yeah. And Taylor Swift knew Oh, they were right. Together. Yes, I forgot about the important part. Love yeah. it. That made me gag a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Becca Tilly went to, because Haley did, performed with Taylor when Taylor yeah. was doing the when she would bring someone on every week on stage and becca was there backstage and they were just like being a normal couple with taylor swift so one of the and becca said that was the first person they were like outlink besides their friends and family like comfortable with just like being around and it was taylor swift how cool is that i love that i love that story i know and four years so now as us weekly does when is the engagement i know where are the babies and it's been too long we are like your mother waiting for babies hopefully i talked to becca a few months ago so she you know didn't spill anything there but she does call Haley. 95p as that was the nickname on her podcast because she would give advice about like dating and stuff but she wouldn't use pronouns and that was like she kept it kind of a secret so she would say 95p because she was 95% sure she was going to end up with her current partner so she's been talking about 95p for years just not now we know it's Haley oh I love that it's really cute yeah. All right. Like so, you said, immediate ship for Immediate ship. Oh, I can't wait for more content. Then to show up to red carpet events, yes. front row at Taylor Swift concerts. Oh, they're really Taylor cute. should put them in a music video. It was like love interests. Oh, she should write a whole album around them. Yeah. Give us more. <laughs> Why not? She can do the life size two, three soundtrack. <laughs> well, and it's nice that the bachelor is on the right side of her story for this. I even know. though she sort of felt the need to hide for four years. But now, you know, they're they're back. They're yeah. back. Yeah. So let's move on to Elliot Page, formerly Elliot. Ellen Page, but now all the way, Elliot, he is on the new cover of Esquire, and this guy looks so hot. He looks amazing. (laughs) He looks amazing. He talked about, you know, all of his struggles coming out as trans, uh, his show, The Umbrella Academy. He, of course, played a female role, and they have transitioned that role into a male role. I've already seen it. It's amazing how they do it. Everyone is so accepting. And I read through this, and I was so with Elliot's, um, you know, conversations about being trans, being out how supportive was but one thing stuck out to me that Elliot said that he never works out and he has ripped shredded abs please show the he picture ripped shredded shredded jaws ripped Ooh. shredded jaw they're so beautiful sick body <laughs> sick body sick, sick everything body. never works out jealous never exactly. works how? out how I've never Damn. seen Umbrella Academy but I'm really happy that Netflix and like the, the creators and writers went with this because that would have been such a miss if they didn't and yeah. I'm, I hope that the storyline is like for filling and stuff, it but I, that's really cool. 
it is awesome. And Elliot said he also had, you know, a lot of like important stuff to say. Um, they asked Elliot what he learned from transitioning. And he said, I can't overstate the biggest joy, which is really seeing yourself. I know I look different to others, but to me, I'm just starting to look at myself. It's incredible because I'm just like, there I am. And thank God there I am. Mm. And it was just, I mean, I got the shivers a little bit, right? Yeah. It's just so someone, so lovely to see someone come into their own. And especially we love here at Us Weekly when people look hot on the cover of magazines. Absolutely. So, you know, so true. So true. <laughs> so good for you, Elliot. Good on you. Let's move on to another hottie with a body. Lil Nas X, possibly the biggest pop star in the game right now. Ben, we love everything he does. He is the best person at the internet. All of his songs are great. Some have been appropriated by male frats. They now own, you know, that one with Jack Harlow. It's a very oh. big white boy anthem <laughs> who's young. Um, but Lil Nas X has debuted um, a hot new body. And we have a hot body here to talk about it. Gwen Flamberg, tell oh, us about Lil yeah. Nas X's body transformation. Well, guys, Lil Nas X is super provocative, especially on the interweb. So everyone was wondering what was up when he was not on them. He took about a three-month hiatus and, of course, came back to debut his new song called Lean on My Body. <laughs> <laughs> with a body that was super shredded. I mean, that is it like, is it a six pack? Is it a 12 pack? 12. I, don't, I mean, 16. he just looks yeah. so incredible. It's like, yeah. you know, call me Montero, call me whatever you want. <laughs> but he's super hot and super amazing. Uh, and everything he does is just he, perfection. I don't even like men, but <laughs> just, it's the pecs for me. Because well, oh. he, he titty eyes them. That is an official word. He titty eyes oh. them. Yeah. That's probably why. He did. And you know, anyone who gives a lap dance to Satan is just mm. really on my team. We are here for that type of controversy, totally. really to shock them in. The busted open pants. I mean, he just gives us so much. We don't deserve the amazingness that is Lil Nas X. Now, did, would any of you think, did any of you have any inkling that this was going to happened during Old Town Road. Like when you saw him, did you see a little a little limp in that wrist, a little just, light in those loafers? I just thought that he was young and I wasn't ready. And mm. then he just made all the old gays like cringe and I was kind of for it. And I was like, I'm ready for this. So I'm really happy with what he's doing and I can't wait to see where this trajectory is gonna go. Yes. Uh, it can go anywhere. There's literally, once you give Satan it's a lap dance, you know, right. you've already gone to Hades and back, who knows? I mean, from Billy Ray Cyrus to yeah. this, it's yeah. kind of wild. Yeah. Well, that, when we saw him at that Grammys, singing Old Town Road and prancing mm -hmm. around that stage, I mean, come on. Y'all <laughs> knew, y'all knew. Honey <laughs> <Plenty> ride. <laughs> Did you know Saks Off Fifth has teamed up with the Fluid Project in celebration of Pride? When you shop the exclusive gender neutral capsule collection that reinvents the rainbow and celebrates the freedom of universal love at Saks Off Fifth, 100% of the net proceeds, up to $100,000 from the sales will be donated to the Fluid Foundation. The foundation helps the most vulnerable and marginalized members of the LGBTQ plus community. So we invite you to celebrate pride and help make a difference with Saks Off Fifth, where fashion takes off. Well, let's, you know, it seems like she was on The Bachelor, but she was not. It's Chriselle Strauss. <laughs> now, Chriselle from Selling Sunset. If you haven't watched Selling Sunset, then you clearly have had a lot of time in your life and lots to do because not much happens on the show. But everything that does happen on the show that is not the close, which is the only reason I'm watching, right. is for Christine Quinn and the new Chelsea realtor. I watch them dress up. That is it. But yeah. Chriselle is the tragic storyline of tragic storylines. First season divorce from Justin Hart. 
partly as they were filming second season, uh, dating her boss and only <laughs> wanted a baby from him. You thought they were going to get together, and then he said, "No baby." Let, she cries at the end of every single season. That's how we know the season's over. Is when Chrishell's Chrishell, losing it. When Chrishell is Chrishell losing. got dumped by text again. <laughs> Chrishell got dumped by text again. Is how every season ends. But this season, Sarah, we had a twist, uh, maybe a flip, if you will, Ooh, that mm -hmm, I did mm -hmm. not flip, see coming. Who did? Who did, Travis? Um, Certainly not Jason Oppenheim. Um, <laughs> you know, Travis, it's funny you mentioned the you, she should be on The Bachelorette because she almost was The Bachelorette back in the day before they picked Deanna Pappas because she was on Ellen and everyone felt bad for Deanna after um, Brad Womack dumped her. So it all comes full circle. Okay. And then so they ended up going with Deanna instead of Chriselle. But she was almost The Bachelorette. But now she is in love with G Flip, who is yes. a an Australian non-binary singer. Yeah. And we found out at the Selling Sunset season five reunion that Chris Shell has been seeing G Flip, but we found out a few new details, including that they actually met in the fall when G Flip was with a partner and Chris Shell was with Jason. Mm -hmm. And they felt a little spark, but they were just friends because they were with their respective partners. Yeah. And by December, they were both single and Chris Shell threw a party um, because G Flip moved from Australia to so help make friends. And that's when they've been hanging out ever since. And they just went back to Australia together. So that's kind of been the update. Chriselle posted all these Polaroids of G Flip showing her Australia. And it was just it's still going strong. It's so, it's, it's such an adorable thing. And G-Flip is a femme-presenting, non-binary rock star. Really, mm -hmm. I would describe their music. The mu did you watch the music video? I sure did, I Sarah. Oh my God, it was giving Bloody Valentine Machine Gun Kelly, Megan Fox, you guys, the Chriselle <laughs> G-Flip music video. It's worth watching. Chriselle is, she's doing her full soap, actra, soap opera <sighs> seduction stuff in a CVS or 7-Eleven. <laughs> I'm not it sure is, what it is. It is very, very that. And yeah, G Flip does give me MGK and Machine Gun right. Kelly yes. energy a lot. Mm -hmm. I could see these two coming out with some twin flame, drinking blood stuff down the line. Possible. Well, I mean, if you meet someone and you like them and then you throw them a party for their moving to Australia, that seems a little romantic to me in the cutest ways, especially when it's uh, Chriselle, who's never dated a woman yeah. or a non-binary femme presenting right. person in their right. life. You know, it is... That spark was clearly there. Now Chriselle's throwing them this party and they seem to be hot and heavy. The yeah. only problem that I have with it is Chriselle just bought her dream house and now she's moving to Australia. I don't know if she's moving to Australia. I think they oh. just spent a couple weeks there. Well, I think Chriselle just we'll got back. We'll also, Chriselle wants a child and not saying that obviously they can have a child for sure. Yeah. But G Flip's 27. That's not, the and age again, 27 year olds can have children too, but Chriselle's like 40. So I don't know if this is for a, a good time or a long time or maybe both, but I'm very interested to find out. <laughs> I just think it's so good for especially queer high femme people to see someone who, you know, a lot of people who aren't familiar with the LGBT community are watching Selling Sunset, and then they see someone like Rochelle get into a relationship with a femme-presenting non-binary Australian rock star, and I think it just, it really normalizes lifestyle for people, and it's yes. so important. Have you ever dated a femme-presenting non-binary Australian rock star? Not an Australian rock star, but all of <laughs> all the other stuff. Oh, I love that. Recently, and it was very eye-opening. Oh, like, we talk about so many topics, and just like making sure the language, and just, you know, things that I never thought about. like. Like, why do you care what's between my legs? Like, and I was like, right, 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 you're right. Yeah, absolutely. don't care. <laughs> I don't. You, 
live your life. I love that. Good. Yeah. I Gender does not mean genitalia for not. sure. And they, they make me understand. And we're actually best friends to this day. So oh, I, wow. love, I love understanding and knowing about my community and being able to advocate better and better the more knowledge that I get. So. Yes, not yes. Australian, but yes, I have. Oh, damn. <laughs> Next time. I've never, I said that more as a joke, and you were like, actually. <laughs> well, that is incredible for both you and Chriselle. Again, the, the age difference. I hope G Flip wants a baby because yeah. no one wants a baby more than Chriselle Strauss. Yeah, that's so it seems. So it seems. <laughs> so it seems. All that she wants, Ace of Base, it's, it's about Chriselle. Yeah. It's about Chriselle. She wants a baby right now. Mm-hmm. Well, let us move on. I don't know if you noticed, but we're talking about gay stuff and pride so let's keep doing that (laughs) i had the honor of talking to the legendary billy porter at the variety women in power event last week uh and in case you're wondering yes billy was in full sequence and an eight inch stripper platform heels and had like this rhinestone choker and just that energy Mm. when billy comes in everyone wants to listen to him you know he is like sort of you know an oracle for the gay community because fairy god I might be one of the only people who watched Camila Cabello's Cinderella, but um, he was a highlight. I watched it and regret it every moment. Yeah, that he wasn't. Oh, you shouldn't watch it. But only watch the parts that Billy is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only reason why I wanted to. Mm -hmm. Yes. Also, it's an interesting way that they flip the Cinderella story on its head. Right. Right. It was very empowering, and I liked that. And of course, Billy Porter was the best part. Billy Porter was definitely the best part. He was there to present an award to Camila Cabello, actually, which was Mm. nice. And I got to ask him, you know, what is the point of pride? Why are we all doing this? Hmm. Because glitter and rainbows and rhinestones are just fun. But, you know. <laughs> as we can see. As we can see. You, got, you know, that's, that's, but, you know, this is, this is how we do every day. Mm-hmm. But Billy said that, you know, Pride Month is about more than that to him. And he wants, as he said, the children's to know what to do. He encouraged the community to not forget about politics during Pride, especially when it comes to fighting for equality. He said, you know, Pride initially started as an activist march, which we all know. Um, he told us at, uh, the Variety of Women in Power said, let's get back to that. In order to fix our fractured government, it's important to understand how to get involved in politics at all level levels. What we need to be talking about is how to vote, where to vote, who to vote for, and really understanding politics at a local level. Now, Billy told me that he just recently in the last few years got involved in politics on a local level and was really surprised by the impact that you can make with a small amount of people. And with Billy Porter, Billy Porter, the, the grandmother of pride, we are naming her now the grandmother of pride you know get involved in local politics find out about lgbtq plus ia issues if that's your thing it probably is because you watched this long enough yeah so you know get it you would have tuned out by now but wasn't so yeah so listen to billy get involved um find a local charity find local politics and get into it um i also asked billy um what to wear during pride because i was like you know fixing our government and empowering marginalized people is important but also is your outfit. So, you know, what should I go into? We were at Saks and we were talking about this and Billy said that you should go in and find something that entices you and scares you a little bit. When you're going for a pride outfit, find something that makes you a little bit uncomfortable but fills your soul up in the right ways. And I thought that that was a really lovely thing. It's giving 
um, those episodes of Vanderpump Rules where Lisa Vanderpump made Jacks and Tom, the Toms wear um, huge angel wings on the on the parade <laughs> yes. float, listening to yes. Sheena Shea's song "What I Like" on repeat. Just some classic <laughs> Pride content if you're looking for something to watch. Vanderpump <laughs> Rules early seasons. <laughs> I do really like them getting uncomfortable with yeah. those Pride mm-hmm. wings. Yeah, it's, like it's good stuff. Two and has glitter. Yes. Not me. <laughs> same. Same. Well, let's you know move on from beautiful non-gender identifying drag queens and talk about a young teenage lesbian. This one goes by the name of Jojo Siwa and I knew her from Dance Moms. Of course. Big Jojo Siwa fan. Her charisma stood out even at five years old and I felt a little creepy being a fan (laughs) of the way this five-year-old danced. But that's neither here nor there. Sarah Huron, tell us what is going on in the lovely lesbian world that is Jojo Siwa. Actually a lot. I mean, Jojo (laughs) Siwa has been booked and busy since she was five, like you said, and this week and couple months has been no exception. Um, Jojo Siwa won, shout out, got back together with her girlfriend, Kylie. They um, came out as a couple last year. Then Jojo was on Dancing with the Stars, which was awesome. She was in the first same-sex pairing on Dancing with the Stars with Jenna Johnson. But Jojo and uh, Kylie broke up during the season, so it kind of turned into like, ooh, like Jojo, right. there's drama here and that and whatever. She's but, getting with her partner, as we always well, say. Well, no, I don't. I don't think that that's what was happening. That's Jenna, what I thought. Jenna is married to another dancer, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Um, you know, anything can happen on the set of Dancing with the Stars. Read what we wrote about Jana Kramer this week if you're looking for that. Um, anyway, so Jojo and Kylie are back together, which is super cute. She had this classic caption of like, "If you love someone, set it free," and like with an infinity sign. They were at Disney World together, but and so happy for them. <laughs> ship but jojo also is on the new so you think you can dance so they brought back so you think you can dance with twitch and jojo siwa and matthew morrison of glee fame controversial controversial <laughs> so the this the show finally came back it premiered and then matthew morrison mysteriously exited the show and it seemed like it was maybe on his terms it was very confusing but it has since come out that he was accused of sending inappropriate text messages to a female contestant mm-hmm. on the show so fox did an investigation and said you gotta go mr shoe and that prompted people of course who are on the wrong side of history to tweet at jojo siwa saying oh i saw so you think you could dance exit i was hoping it was jojo siwa matthew morrison brings something to the table with his broadway experience and jojo siwa said excuse me and clapped back with her dance resume 18 years of this this so many awards four world tours yeah i've hired she's like i've hired thousands of dancers i've danced for thousands she's like you can say whatever you want about me but questioning my dance experience you look silly. Yeah. And that's just fact based. Well, she's so young, but has such a strong Only sense 18. of self. And mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I mean, it's like I was always drawn to her because of the hair. Let's be honest. Right. Like, yeah. That side ponytail with the bow, yeah. all the bows. And now she's rocking short hair. I know. She cut just her got hair. a new bush haircut, part which of we her like. Very new salt identity. And pepper, right? She looks amazing. And the good news, Gwen, she is still glittering that side of her of head. And there are still bows. And she is still, you know, butch haircut femme presenting, which we love to see someone do that. But I think you're right. I've always loved Jojo Siwa because she was herself at an age where none of us felt comfortable That's being right. themselves, right? I mean, how insecure and did you feel at 16, 17? Nickel- what, Nickelodeon, mm-hmm. which there must have been a lot of pressure. I mean, you hear about people growing up as a Disney kid, a child actor, and like mm-hmm. the expectations there. And I mean, I don't know how the relationship is with Nickelodeon now after that kid's choice 
word snub, but it's still so important that she's associated with Nickelodeon because kids that are watching Nickelodeon. It, it's I feel like yeah, there's just a lot there. Good job, JoJo. We yeah. love you for it, and we know you can dance. Like everyone, relax. And you're a qualified judge. Yeah, please. All right. Well, we usually end this show with a section that we call Celebrity Birthday Boxing Mania, but instead of a boxing match, we're gonna have a love match. Mm. So I'm gonna ask all of our hosts to go around and say if they were to date a same-sex celebrity. Who would that celebrity be? Gwen Flamberg, let's start with you. Oh, Who's your love match? Oh, celebrity love matching be, mania. Who would it be? Love is love is love is love. <laughs> Kristen Stewart, guys, because you know what? We would share clothes and I would have access to all the Chanel. So much Chanel. Yeah, also I just think yeah. that she's like so cool. Mm-hmm. She's so like unabashedly, unapologetically right. she wore herself. shorts to the oscars she wore shorts to the oscars she changed <laughs> out of her heels and wore like doc martens like I, she's maybe they were loafers but they were uh-huh. super cute i mean she's just she is who she is mm-hmm. and i appreciate that and she looks you know she can kind of like if she's wearing shorts or if she's mm-hmm. wearing jeans or a, and ball a tank gown. top or like a jewel encrusted mm-hmm. ball gown like she can just kind of transform into anything and she is not afraid to rock any look and again i'd have access to the chanel i know it's mainly yeah. about the chanel closet for you <laughs> and Sarah, the twilight tea well any drama yeah, about yeah. twilight <laughs> i wonder i don't think any of that would really be interesting okay yeah. well you can just let okay. me know okay okay i would let you in on it sarah i love you love twilight sarah loves twilight. Twilight. yeah i mean twilight. i grew up on twilight, twilight. okay i grew up on twilight I was a well i just will well. never you guys <laughs> kellen lutz came into the office during oh, the so height fine. of twilight mm-hmm. and um, he was talking about the the twi moms and like how oh. you know there were these women who were twi hearts and they would yeah, follow yeah, yeah. them. Yeah. And I asked the question of, well, do twi moms have to actually have children? Can it just be a hot <laughs> older lady of a certain age? And he said, without mm-hmm. irony to me, do you want to be the president? Like I was like, hey, dude, <laughs> I wasn't saying that I was a, of a certain age or alluding to if I had children or not, but. I still love Kellen Lutz. Wow, Emmett Cohen <laughs> with the cat. Oh, okay. Wow. wow. <laughs> anyway. All right, Sarah who is your celebrity-loving matching mania? Okay. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Wow. Ding, ding, ding. You guys, I don't want to admit this, but I saw Top Gun Maverick a few weeks ago. Oh, wow. And I current. have been thinking about Top Gun Maverick ever since I walked out of the movie theater. And I am certainly thirsting over Miles Teller and Glenn Powell. Yes. But yes. the actress who plays Phoenix, who's like the female, cool, badass pilot, I think her name is Monica Barbaro. Mm-hmm. And she is so pretty. And she's just like such a boss in this movie. And she's keeping up with all the guys. And I'm giving her some love because all the young new generation Top Gun pilots. Get in line. I'm in. <laughs> oh, Miles Teller. Miles yes, Teller. Please. Oh my God. I can't Hang even talk about it. No. Seriously, he's, give me he's Rooster. Hang man. Oh, he's Powell. Rooster. Okay. Yeah. And oh, yeah, Phoenix is Monica. They're all great. <gasps> Honestly, Jennifer Connelly looks great in that movie too. She's so beautiful. She has not aged a day since so Requiem for a Dream. No. Good for her. Give me her doctor. Um, well, I think my celebrity crush, well, if it's a boy, it's Theo James. Mm-hmm. As Theo James is so hot. I also love Charlie Culver. He's half of those twins. He's mm-hmm. the gay twin. Mm-hmm. I love him. But if it had to be a girl, if we were playing this, it's mm-hmm. Victoria's Secret Angel, Candace Swanpool. <gasps> okay. Just the alien well, The body, the alien face. Okay. I've gotten to meet her a couple times, and I actually get choked up. And like I, it's my job to not get choked up, so I don't. <laughs> but Candace Swanpool, I'm like, you're so beautiful. Why don't you just take me away? All right. Courtney Key, who 
you lost him after. I'm trying to ponder. I just feel like <laughs> the options so are endless. I know. But Dewanda Wise is really like I don't on know my Dewanda list. Wise. She was in um, Spike Lee's new uh, She Gotta Have It. Yeah. And then she was just recently in, what is this movie? It's a new movie. It's a movie with three friends. I can't think of it off the top okay. of my head. It's on Netflix. Okay. And she is one of the three, and she's, like, queer. And cool. she's played, like, a few queer characters, and I just love the way she looks. She's so fun. She's got this beautiful skin, light eyes, chocolate. Like, I just, I think she's stunning, and she's an amazing actress, so I vote. Oh, nice. she wants a Dewanda. Dewanda wise. Please hit her up with her name's Dewanda. <laughs> we love putting queer love together on this podcast. That's what this episode is all about. I hope you get to Becca Tilly for your girl from Top Gun too. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. Thank you guys all so much for watching. And helping me. Thank you guys seriously so much for helping me spill all of this piping hot and gay and lesbian <laughs> and trans and bi and intersex, asexual, whatever the hell you want we all queer a little bit and thank you guys so much for watching and we'll be back next week with the next episode and guess what it's gonna be a little gay too (laughs) thank you guys for watching we'll see you next week one two three four those are numbers but you already knew that if you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car Use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.